Hey guys, welcome to Travel Chats Podcast. Um, we're here today with our really, really good friend, Keshvi. Um, we wanted to get in touch with Keshvi because she's actually one of those people that's not in the UK during lockdown. <laughs> I'm not, no. no it's brilliant. <laughs> and it's great um, to hear somebody else's voice that is not our own. <laughs> no, your guys' voices soothe me, you know. I like to listen to your podcast anyway. Love it. I hope they didn't um, see yeah. too much. <laughs> I don't know, it's no, no. to be exciting. I listen to the whole thing. I listen to the whole thing. I don't fall asleep. It's not really? that Really? The whole episode? <laughs> the whole episode. Or hour and a half of it or something like that. <laughs> Amazing. I, know, and I, I love that though because I think the point is to be able to kind of talk travel and just anyone and everyone can listen to it. But also it's nice knowing your mates who you met traveling like you. Yeah. we both met you in Australia so yeah. it's, it's nice knowing that you tune in as well and you know that the, like the like the memories we discuss and we talk about and stuff like you're kind of going yeah and just getting involved so yeah yeah and plus we've mentioned you quite a lot as well I think yeah that literally <laughs> happens to me every time I listen to one of your podcasts I'm like oh my god I remember that or oh god yeah like I want to say something and then I'm like I'm not actually on the podcast so I can't like insert my ideas in here <laughs> you get name dropped and then like yeah. I'll tell Keshri I name drop you like I, I yeah. think it's good we just name drop all our mates and go oh you have to listen to the podcast because we name dropped you <laughs> honestly I do that in my YouTube videos all the time I'll like mention something that someone's done for me and then I'm like if they message me about this then I know they're actually watching my videos <laughs> <laughs> So almost like a test you're like are you to listening be, to are you, you did, supporting you did that to me you did that to me you dropped I think I've had, yeah twice I've dropped you and either dropped your name or dropped something that you've given me like as like a my friend gave me this and I'm like uh I wonder if she'll message me saying I gave it to you well like a week and a half later I went cash me I just saw this <laughs> but I and do you know what we'll, we'll talk about um your YouTube as well I reckon because I love like I love it and I, I, I watch your videos in kind of bursts of kind of productivity while going, today's the day, <laughs> this evening's the evening. I'll just sit there and just go through your videos. And actually, and it, that's one of the reasons I was like, let's just chat to Keshri because you're living in Canada. Um, but you weren't there. I mean, you were. So do you want to talk us through like what happened? Because you were obviously, you were in Canada, then lockdown happened, or then COVID happened. <laughs> Uh, it's been like Canada's been a bit of a journey for me uh, it got delayed quite a lot um, because I was meant to go in 2018 and then I injured my knee really really badly and had to have surgery on it um, so when I went 2019 I was so excited um, we went I went for I went to Toronto and then went to Whistler afterwards for the ski season and then like halfway through the season uh, I think it was like December time people started talking about like coronavirus and we we're all like well, people are still going on holiday, so it can't be that bad. Like, it can't be that bad. And then we had, we had so many people from Hong Kong and China in Whistler at the time, like, when it all started kicking off. Like, most, because they weren't allowed back in the country at that point, all, the, all of our, like, guests from, like, Hong Kong and China, they weren't allowed back in their countries. So they all kept, they stayed. They stayed for, like, three months um, until they could go back. Um, yeah so we were just like oh like maybe it's just in maybe it's like it's bad but like it won't be bad like in this part of the world kind of thing like it's it kind of like uh 
couple of the other things that have happened like SARS like was really really bad but like it didn't really affect us so much in the UK we were like oh it's probably going to be like that um and then yeah and then months went by my parents actually came in February and they were like oh yeah have you like been keeping safe because of this coronavirus thing and they flew back and literally I think it was a week after they flew back Canada closed their borders and then um, I think it was like three weeks after that, the whole of our resort closed, like our, um, the whole of Whistler Blackcomb just closed, the, both of the mountains, all of the stuff on the mountains. And so we were like, they were like, yeah, you've all been let go. You've all been fired, basically. Um, oh my God. You have a job. And because our job was tied to our housing, they never, the thing is, they never explicitly said that we couldn't stay. They just kept saying, like, you should all go home, you should all go home, you should all go home. So in our heads, we were like, okay, well, that obviously means that we're not allowed to stay. Um, and then, yeah, so then on the 15th of March, um, everything, everything in Whistler closed down. All the, like, pubs, bars, restaurants, uh, like, everything that was happening in Whistler closed down and we were like oh okay like there's actually nothing we can do here now like it, it's literally just like we either go home or we kind of stay and like don't have any money because at that point um the government hadn't allowed announced that they, they they were doing like an emergency fund for people who had lost their jobs due to coronavirus that happened mm. after we all left so uh, we all booked our flights home. Um, yeah, so then I went mm. home for like three months, um, spent some time with my parents, like got to see my nephew a little bit. Um, and nice. yeah, it was nice. To, you know, I, haven't, I hadn't spent like good time with my family in a, lot, in a long time. Um, I was always out doing stuff. And then when I was at home, if I'd come home to visit, I'd be home for like two weeks and then I'd have to go, I'd see a whole bunch of people. So I wouldn't actually be able to spend time with my mum and dad. So it was, it was cool to actually like be able to sit down with my parents and like chat with them and like mm. actually spend like a good couple of months like with them and not out Nephews going out with cool too. <laughs> Yeah, and, and my nephew and my brother and my sister-in-law, obviously. Um, but yeah, and then in July, I found out, um, I think it was like, end of June time I found out that my flight that I'd originally booked back to Canada had actually been cancelled and by this mm -hmm. point um the Canada numbers in BC had gone down a lot and they were opening up so they had like all their pubs and restaurants and everything was basically open um but you had to like wear a mask everywhere basically that was the only difference um and they didn't have like clubs like clubs open like how they used to but everything was like table seating, but pretty much everything else was exactly the same. So I was like, well, I can go back now because I can actually get a job when I go back. So I had to like rebook my flight with Air Canada. You know, like everyone was like, it's really expensive to go back. It wasn't that bad, to be honest. Like I was quite happy with how much it cost me to go back. Um, it cost me like double of what I like paid to get there the first time, but like I kind of expected it because it's coronavirus and they're trying to make people not travel you know yeah, fair enough mm. <laughs> um, also probably because like the airlines are really struggling well, obviously people yeah. are not traveling so they're probably trying to make more money as well well the thing that i was most scared about was the actual flying itself i was like how am i gonna sit on like a because it was a it's a 10-hour flight or something like that um on a 10-hour flight with a mask on constantly mm. and i was like i don't i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it um, How was it 
Um, yeah, you know, like I, I was surprised, like it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And, and they do come around with like more masks. So if you feel like yours is getting like a little bit wet or like whatever, like they will swap them out for you. So you're not just stuck with like the same mask the whole time, which is nice. Ah, do yeah. they social distance on the plane as well? Because recently yeah. my, my dad's friend came over because he lives in Jamaica now, but he flew back because his mm. partner's well and he said there was no social distancing like the whole plane was packed everybody's oh, really? sitting right next to each other so I was just curious about if, if yeah. like airlines were social distancing or not I can only really talk for Air Canada because that's the only experience I have had um but they were pretty so I had the whole row to myself there was like one so like I was on the like um what am I trying to say I was near the window and that mm-hmm. low three seats I had all those three seats to myself and like everybody had their own three seats themselves and like that was the middle early, row, right yeah and the middle row um they had two people one on each side so like it was I would say it was socially distanced. it wasn't socially distanced when everyone was like getting up to like leave the plane like they still don't make people socially distanced then but like but do you reckon it's because you went what, what month did you go back in I went I went I flew back on the 8th of July yeah so, so I reckon back then back then it was still like you know we weren't complacent or like comfortable with the virus like you know so I think then it was still probably like stricter as well whereas I think maybe like September time like August September there's just like a lot of complaints like because you're allowed to do stuff you do it and then yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's so funny how July seems like such a long time ago like I was talking to my sister-in-law yesterday and she was like oh, it's another three months until you come home. And I was like, yeah, but I've been here since July. That's like a long, that was like four months, four, four months, mm. five months. Yeah. I was like, that's, I've been here for quite a while. Like three months isn't that long. She's like, oh, I never thought about it. Just seemed like such a long time ago, July did. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like so much has happened. <laughs> I guess for them, because like, for, I think, I don't know what the restrictions are like in Canada, but obviously they're here. So maybe there's still stuff where they kind of can't see you and like you know when yeah. we're at home and you we, you feel that you feel more of a distance because you're so distant from a lot of stuff so maybe yeah. that's a part of it as well yeah. yeah I think it's yeah it's a little bit of that the restrictions here right now so the numbers currently in BC are going up quite quite rapidly actually um it's really bad they I think they're talking about going into a lockdown but I'm not quite I don't I don't know for sure if that's going to happen they they have like certain restrictions like they can't serve alcohol after 10 p.m and like so everything closes at 10 p.m which is fine because yeah. like yeah. I, think personally, I don't really do anything after 10 p.m anyway i'm normally in bed <laughs> <laughs> you get <getting> old <laughs> um but like but then they have like other silly restrictions like that you can have up to like 50 people in your house like as in like can have 50 people 50. at a party five zero so how oh, many wow. house you've been having <laughs> yeah why well, this is what i mean i'm like that's true how many house parties have you had none no don't yeah <laughs> yeah no no because she doesn't break the law she goes to yeah. bed at 10 p.m <laughs> exactly <laughs> so amazing um, what are you trying to write you out man i know i'm trying to write, write you out but like yeah sorry <laughs> what, I get arrested um, out here you know or fired uh, <laughs> you know what that'd be really it cool it means, people in, it means people in Canada are listening to our podcast 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy evidence. So maybe they'll tell me I'm wrong with all my information that I just gave you. <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's um, for another day. What was it? Um, what made you go back though? Because obviously you were back and all these things were happening. And then like, what was the deciding factor in going? Do you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna get on a plane well, during the pandemic. Go to Canada. Well, I knew that I only had, like, until January, because that's when my visa ended. Okay. And um, I'd been researching, I'd been looking, like, every, for, like, the whole of June, I'd been looking, like, what are the numbers in BC? Like, what are their restrictions? What are they doing? Like, that kind of thing. Um, And they seem to have opened up quite a lot. And I thought, like, it's better, like, I felt like it would have been, would be better for me to come here and um spend my time like working or like just doing things that I wanted to do rather than being stuck at home uh where I didn't necessarily need to be if I didn't have to yeah. I think it was a case of like I was lucky enough that I already had a visa which had been um activated and so I had the option to go and so for me there was really not a there was no like decision to be made I knew that I wanted to go back and um, July seemed like the perfect time because things were easing up in the UK and I knew that things had eased up here so I didn't feel as I didn't feel guilty traveling back because at the end of the day like I traveled and then I did my 14 days quarantine in Canada and then I started going out and doing stuff and even when I first started going out and doing stuff I um I would always wear my mask because I just I felt terrible all the time. I constantly <laughs> felt bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, it wasn't really like, a, I guess it was a decision, but not really. Like I knew in my head that I wanted to spend as much time in Canada as possible yeah. before my visa ran out because I wasn't sure whether I'd a, be able to extend it um, or be like, if I'll ever be able to get another one. Yeah. Well, so how did you get your visa then so how does the visa work for Canada okay so and how long does it last for it's a two-year visa um it's very similar to Australia in the way that you apply for it and once you get it you got a year to get into the country okay do you apply online yeah so basically um I think it's changed a little bit since I applied for it because I applied for it like 2017 now um so I came back from Australia and I was so sad that I was at home. I was like, I need to go somewhere else. Where should I go? <laughs> um, and then and like, I, I've spoken to a few people and they'd all been like, Canada's like such a good time. Like you should go there, like for your next visa and stuff like that. So I was like, cool. Um, so with the Canada visa, you have to go into like a pool of people. So it's like almost like a lucky draw. So you, you put your name in um, and then a couple of months later. So I put my name in October, which is, the first draw of that year. So the years start in October and end in October the next year for that visa pool. Mm. So I applied in October, um, got, and and then they were like, we're currently pulling from the pool. Like you'll find (laughs) out soon whether you'll get it. Um, In November, I found out that I'd I'd got the, my um, entry, like I, I could, I could apply to get into the country. Oh my god, you must have been so excited. <laughs> yeah, Just like people like, roulette, traveler roulette, yeah, and like think yeah, about and li- people. It literally like going to Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get your name picked out of a hat, essentially. It's like the most yeah. insane thing. 
so it's kind of like and I know I know people who who tried like three years in a row and hadn't got it so I was like mm. oh, God, so lucky like what the hell um so yeah I did that and then and then so unlike Australia where you call up and you basically get the visa straight away um you have to then give them a whole bunch of paperwork so you have to give them a police check from the country that you're from a police check from any country that you've lived in for over six months um your driving records you have to give them like i i, I did uh, they now do biometrics where you have to go to the embassy and you have to like put in your biometrics so that they know it's you i didn't have to do that luckily i applied for it before what's, biome what's biometrics like your fingerprints and stuff like that oh yeah oh, similar to like america then mm. and then yeah. um, and then you have the option of writing a letter uh like explaining like what it is you want to do in canada like i did it because i just thought you know anything that will work in my favor maybe that's why do. you got picked yeah <laughs> um and then you pay like 200 i think it's 250 dollars uh, uh canadian dollars um and then after you've done all that stuff you wait 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 and then i got my point of entry letter on the fourth no that my fourth is my birthday on the first of february <laughs> on the first of february um <clears throat> 2018 and then I had a whole year there from the 1st of February 2018 to get into Canada to activate my visa. Okay, and then it's a two-year visa. So you can stay there for two years. You don't have to do any farm work. You can just chill. Nope. No, no, God, no farm work. Not need to earn no, your like, place, no. <laughs> yeah, and they also don't have the rule. You know how in Australia they have the rule you can only work in for one employer for no longer months. than six months they don't mm. have that rule here you can work for whomever you want for however long you want that's good yeah uh, so like it means that like a lot more people apply for pr there than they do in australia because they can like they can get the hours and they can get like the job that they need to be sponsored or just apply i guess that means you just get that little bit of stability and for the listeners pr is permanent residency yeah but, um yeah so it just the stability it, it, i guess it makes a difference but then but then that's like inviting you to feel like it's home you yeah. know what do they do if you want to live there forever they're like no <laughs> i don't know what the process is like they, in terms of keeping you well, there but <laughs> i know that uh the permanent residency is expensive um so the basis is you either have to have a, like a certain amount of working hours or you need to have a job which they can like that you can show that you're like a manager or like you have like a special skill that they want you to stay in the country for um and so yeah after you do that you have to stay in the country for three out of five years after your visa comes through and then you, you can't can, go home then, i mean like yeah, you can't go visit another country yeah 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 but as in like as in three of the five years after you apply for your pr and you get it you have to stay in the country so that it is official you are a permanent resident so you can still spend like two years of that five years out of the country going wherever you want but for three of those years can you go on holiday uh i'm actually not sure i think so i think it's like i think it's just like a do you know what I mean? It's like do you know what it is? Yeah. I just don't like any restrictions. I'm like, no, but what if I wanted to go somewhere? <laughs> I I don't know if you have to stay for like 
like if a year is like it's you you can't leave the country at all mm. um i just know you have to i know the restriction is you have to stay free Got yeah it. they probably have like a restriction you know like you can't leave the country for more than 90 days at a time or something yeah i mean yeah. i'm not sure about that but yeah maybe they do interesting what do you think of it because you've been there for obviously you've well i because i we spoke more recently like we spoke recently so i know you've kind of lived in different places and like yeah. honestly you've been doing so much i've got this five percent <laughs> jealousy just sitting in the uk having not by the way just talk about myself for a second it's november danielle it's nearly a year since we went to prague together that's oh, a God. year since i left the uk but yeah <laughs> so i look at you and i'm like oh look at her in the nice weather and oh look at look at keshvi going down a random river totally breaking her bones by the way that's great um, was <laughs> but yeah what is it like what's it like living there like do you have a favorite city actually no can you tell us because i would i already know but can you tell us the different places we stayed at because you stayed yeah, in the so um i actually I came, I came into Toronto. I spent maybe five months in Toronto. Um, yeah, just lived there, lived in the city, which was nice. Like I, I tried to like, when I tried to find somewhere to live, I was like, I want to live like actually in the city. Cause um, as much as I spend time in like London and stuff, I'd never actually lived in a city properly, like by myself. And um, whenever I'm at home, I live at home, right? Um, so yeah, like lived in a city lived in Toronto city itself which was really cool and um, then after that did a two months um did it sorry two months two week uh, road trip around Jasper and Banff um and then spent the next I think this was like October time now um then spent the next like four five months until coronavirus happened in Whistler and then when I came back, I started living in Vancouver. So I've kind of done a bit of everywhere, to be honest. I, I kind of missed out of the middle of Canada, though. Like, I haven't done any of, like, I haven't done Calgary or Edmonton or anywhere like that. I just <gasps> went from coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done any of the national parks then? Yeah, um, I did Jasper and Banff, um, yeah. which are both, like, the... I think they're bigger national parks in Canada. They're the most popular ones. They're the ones that like, when people come, they're the ones that like people do like road trips around because they're so beautiful. You, they are it's, so beautiful. You've yeah, been there, right, Danielle? Yeah, I've been there as well. Yeah, I, it's, I, like literally the scenery there is undescribable. Like you, you just have to like experience it once at least in your life. Um, yeah, and then I've just done a whole bunch of like um, around like Vancouver and like Whistler area I've just done some hikes and some like gone and sat by lakes and stuff around there so um Jasper and Banff are the two like main national parks that I went to yeah no they're nice I like them when I went there we like camped down these little cabins and saw some really amazing yeah. stars yeah it was really cool and the, the nature and I think that's where um not in the national park exactly but in a hostel that was staying near there that's the first time that I saw like a real bear. Yeah. <laughs> a little teenage one. He was coming to say hi. He was oh, so cute. Um, we had a we had, not had a scared. <laughs> no. It's a little bear. They had got bigger bears in America. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a really good like um I wanna say interaction, but like a experience with a bear where we were driving to our campsite 
It literally just ran out in front of us. It was <laughs> a big like, one. Um, it must have. It, I don't think it was that that um old. It it would have been like maybe post teenage years. I want to say because it was quite big, but it wasn't like. Do you know what I mean it wasn't like fully early twenties? <laughs> yeah, I would say it's like around my age. So. <laughs> and it just like looked at us it kind of just looked at us it looked around and then it like scuttled off like I would say scuttled it ran off um back into the bushes but it was like the most surreal experience and I was like really sad I was like I'm sad I didn't have my like camera out because that would have been awesome to record it's one of those things isn't it when you're traveling in these different countries you always kind of want to bump into the wildlife but yeah. then the same you're terrified because you're like what do I do in this situation <laughs> like, I really uh, don't want to die to be honest like I'm okay with living my life you know <laughs> but like you said it's cool once you actually get to experience it though yeah exactly so it's all right yeah no it's it's good fun like I I do really love it here um I'm not planning on stay a lot of people are, have asked me like if I'm going to apply for PR or if I'm going to apply for an extension to my visa and I'm not um, I've got a lot of stuff that I want to come home for um, and to be honest uh, I want to really focus on my like YouTube channel and kind of um, be able to like build that more at home and kind of explore even explore like if I can more of Europe um, because mm -hmm. I haven't really done much Europe because every time I travel I go like so far <laughs> out <laughs> It's funny how we do that as Europeans, isn't it? I think just because yeah. Europe is so close to us. Well, I mean, Artie's probably travelled Europe more, but Europe's so close to us that a lot of Europeans just tend to go out wow. further. Well, but that I, is, mean, I feel like yeah. that's a mix. It's like split 50-50. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I'll go to Europe because it's close. And then there's some people like, oh, I'll leave Europe to later. Like, you seem like yeah. me. I'm like, yeah, I'll leave Europe to later. It's fine. Yeah, no, I it's think, I think be there. it depends, right? I think sometimes we, when it's stuff is closest, sometimes we take it for granted. But, like, the only reason they've done a lot of Europe now is because being in Australia for two years, you're like, oh, it's so hard to go from one Australian city to another Australian city. It's so expensive to travel within one country in Australia and all these people like all these Aussies are going I'm going overseas and doing an entire trip of Europe and you think oh mate I can go to Ireland for 20 quid I can go to Italy for 30 quid I don't know what the prices are now um no. <laughs> just put, putting that out there <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're not but, on the know, list to travel to no well, yeah like my, favorite, my favorite places <laughs> But my my thinking was always the same as Danielle's. Like, the Europe is so close. Like when I like when I settle down, maybe if I ever settle down. Um, what is that? What I don't understand that language. What is no, that? You know, it's just something you're taught, right, at a really young age. You're like, oh, you're you're taught like, oh, you know, like, oh yeah, you can have fun in your twenties, but like, you know, at some point you need to settle down. You're like, I don't. I literally didn't know what I mean. Get out, yeah, your get, like get out your system. Romantic <laughs> getaways to Europe. Yeah. The other half, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I get like old and boring and I like don't want to travel far away, uh, I have Europe at my doorstep that I haven't explored yet. That was my thing. <laughs> well, that's changed now though, right? You're like, no, I'm going to come home. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. 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 Smash the Europe. Tick it all off. <laughs> Where would you go first? Everything. Where would you go first? Yeah. I really want to go to Ireland. I've never been. I've never <gasps> been to Ireland. I know. No. I've never been to Ireland. 
And honestly, I really, really want to go to Edinburgh. I've never been to Edinburgh either. <gasps> I, I've been. <laughs> you, you guys are like, what the hell? <laughs> you lived there all your life. I'm, I've been. I went when I was really young. Though. I don't remember it. My parents yeah. took us. But Edinburgh's great. I, I love Edinburgh. I, yeah, I want to see Edinburgh and I want to go to Ireland as well. Like, I've never been to either of those countries. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be cool to come home and do that if it's open, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> if yeah. the borders are open. I mean, let us know when you go into Ireland because we've got loads of tips for you. Yeah. Oh, I'll just come with you. Yeah, like, (laughs) more than welcome to come with me. (laughs) You can be on one of my vlogs. Congratulations. Oh, I want to be on your blog. Can you make me famous? No, I can't even make myself famous. Yeah. (laughs) You're already famous. It's like an author. (laughs) You have this you have this a travel chat like i don't know what more you want to get famous i want to be in your youtube videos Kashmir, <laughs> because i knew you for the whole time you were in australia and you never never videoed me you just never gave yeah. me the trust <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't a youtube fun. star then sorry i said you wasn't a youtube star then yeah i wasn't a youtube star then although i did to be honest i never i've never actually told anyone this but um when i was in australia and when I was on the farm, I did actually start recording and like filming stuff, like to make a YouTube channel. And then I, yeah. And even like when I first, when we first came to Australia and like, um, I was like recording stuff on my GoPro, I'd always like talk to the camera as if I was like a YouTuber and I just like never got up the nerve to like post it. And so like, mm. I never did it. Just, I just, I've always wanted to, and I just never... What what made you start did. then? Because you did start now, like you you know you're just you're doing so yeah. great and it's great watching it. But what got you? What got you get like getting those steps in to meet those goals? What you know? What was it? it was, I think it was kind of in my head. Like I had all this time at home and I was like, what is it that I want to do with my life? Like what is it that I want to like achieve? What is it that I want to like? Because before then I'd kind of I guess. I, I, I'd kind of been using travel as an escape to like not deal with that like what do I want to do with my life question um, and then I thought well if I want to keep doing this I need to do something with it right and my parents had been telling me this for years like don't get me wrong like I just hadn't been listening to them <laughs> I literally hadn't been listening to them <laughs> um, but like don't we all not listen to our parents until it's like too late um, yep. and um and I just thought, like, I want to do this. I have, like, all the info now. I, like, know what I'm doing. I, I've been traveling for long enough. Um, I can actually give people insight as to what it's like and why it's not scary and stuff like that. Because I get a lot of questions. A lot of my questions are, like, aren't you scared to travel by yourself? Or, like, oh, my God, you're so brave for doing this. Or, like, oh, you're going to go move to a different country. Why would you want to do that? And, it, mm. and in my head, I'm like, I should just answer these questions in a way that like people can just easily, ex- like it be, can be easily accessible for everybody rather than mm-hmm. constantly feeling like, I guess I'm repeating myself. I don't get me wrong. I still repeat myself all the time because people still ask me this question all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you right like, now, why do you like, yeah. what, do you, what do you enjoy about traveling alone? <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously but, though, what do you enjoy yeah. about traveling <laughs> Um, 
do you know I like I didn't know if I'd like it when I first came when I first went to Australia because that was like essentially my first trip abroad oh my god I can't speak today my first trip abroad was Borneo um like where I was like by myself mm. um, and I wasn't sure like I was so scared to do it like really really terrified like to the point where I like sat in the airport by myself and I cried because I had no idea what I was doing it was like 20 I think I was 21 years old and I was like what what am I doing why am I going by myself I was like I have to do this like I really really want to do it I just I'm so scared um and now I've realized I love it because of the the freedom it entitles you to like there's Hmm. no um you don't feel like you need to do what other people are doing. You feel like, you know, if I want to do this today, I'll do that today. And if no one else wants to do it with me, that's fine. I'll still do it. And it's like, really, I think the other thing that I love about it is taught me so much about myself. And I know everyone says like, oh, you have to go find yourself. Like genuinely, like you do. <laughs> you really <laughs> learn who you are as a person when you're like by yourself in the middle of like, I'm going to use an example, like, there was this one point when I was in El Salvador and I was lost. Like when I say lost, I was lost. I had no idea where I was. I didn't know how to get the ho- to the hostel that I needed to go to. Um, and I knew the hostel wasn't closed and I didn't have any internet connection because for some reason El Salvador, my, my phone just wouldn't work properly. And they had no Wi-Fi anywhere. There was no Wi-Fi anywhere. So I was like, I have no idea like, and like what do you do what do I do like what what am I gonna do I was like standing at this bus station and this guy was just like trying to help me he was trying to understand I was trying to talk to him my really stupid broken Spanish which was horrible at the time <laughs> much better now but it was terrible when I did it and um, when I went first time and I was there at the time um and he was just like I call you taxi like in Spanish I was like I'll call you a taxi I'll call you a taxi and I had no idea what he was saying and I realized later on that's what he was saying to me she realized that when the taxi then, came so the, well this is this is the thing right he called me a taxi but this taxi had no like taxi markings on it was just a car with a guy <laughs> in it telling me that he <laughs> to to my hospital and I was just like and this guy spoke a little bit of English so like he kind of knew what I was saying I kind of knew what he was saying right um he understood my broken Spanish I understood his broken English so it was kind of like a two-way street there and I was just like on it in my head I was just like anything could happen at this point I was like but I actually really don't have a choice right now like (laughs) the only way that I'm gonna get to my hospital if I get in this random guy's car by myself like I just I don't have any other choice just like oh my god so I sat so I was like okay I uh, I took he was like do you want me to put like he like tried to take my bag to put it in the boot and I was like no no I'm keeping this with me (laughs) and my backpack on on my lap and then had my other backpack because I had two backpack my little backpack like next to me like I was just sitting there in this taxi just like I don't want to is this where I die (laughs) am I gonna be okay he did, oh he did take me to the hostel thank god um <laughs> he did take me to the hostel thank god um and he was really nice like um when I went the hostel was actually locked because there was no one in there and the guy who owned it had actually like locked up before he left to go wherever he oh my god. it was like all like a big like it was a it was a very scary experience the whole thing yeah so so basically what happened then this taxi driver I called the guy who um who owns the hostel and was just like um so where 
where are you? Why are you not? I told you I was coming. Where are you? He was just like, yeah, you told me you'd come like an hour ago. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I got lost. Like, I didn't realize you wouldn't wait, though. I thought you'd just be in the hostel anyway. He left the key in a cafe, like with the cafe owner, like a couple of doors down, just in case I did turn up. So I went and got these keys from this cafe and then went and opened the hostel door. And then the guy was like, I'll help you. So he helped me bring my stuff in. Not that I needed, like, it was just like two backpacks. I didn't really need help, but he was being nice. Um, and he waited with me until the owner came, the owner of the hostel came. I was like, it's okay, you don't need to wait. He's like, no, no, safe, safe. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's really nice. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, and I was like, how much, how much do I owe you? And he was like, um, I think it was like five dollars because they in El Salvador they use American dollars so it was like five dollars and I was like here's ten because you've been so nice and you've helped me out so much I was like and now you can go and he was like okay bye bye stay safe and I was like bye (laughs) (laughs) the kindness of strangers right there Uh, but it's like situations that you wouldn't get that like that kind of situation I would never get myself into that situation in the UK like (laughs) but like that but that like taught me like you know not all strangers are bad people like obviously mm. you have to but like you you live your whole life in the UK and in your head you're just like everyone's the worst because <laughs> yeah. what you're taught it's true but, but also like being women and solo travel traveling as a woman it is scarier and you do have to be more careful so like we're not saying to everybody just get into a cab oh, with a random oh, stranger yeah. but like you know do what i just what i did do, yeah, like, in, use your, use your, very, use your instincts <laughs> yeah, in certain very, situations very lucky person like i just am i'm a very lucky person when i get into bad situations i luckily always manage to get myself out of them <laughs> yeah I know it could have been either way yeah <laughs> in that situation <laughs> I had that once. I need, yeah, I had that once. I really needed a wee, and the only way to have a wee was to like get in the back of a car, like in the front of a car of a complete stranger. And I was like, I don't even know where we were going. I was like, but I just really need to go to the loo. So yeah, just go in it. What country was you in? Italy. So we like the language was there a little bit. So we did, and she spoke English. But right up until she spoke English, I didn't know she spoke English. So I was speaking in Italian and. Yeah, it went on for 10 minutes before she went, you're English, I can speak English. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, um, I don't know, have you travelled until you've gotten into a, into transport with a stranger, Danielle? Yeah, I mean, I did it in Israel. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I cab shared with somebody when I landed at the airport, um, this random guy, like somebody told me to go upstairs to this other point um, to get a cab. And then there's like, you know, when there's so many people at the cab station, they're just like hassling you. They're like, yeah, yeah, like get in the cab, get in the cab. And I was like, no, 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 like I've just got here. Like, I don't know how much, like, this is too much money. You know, I don't even know where I'm going yet. Um, and then this guy comes up to me and because these people are hassling me and he's like, oh, do you want a cab share? And I was like, I don't even know you. And the, the cab driver's like, 
do you know him? I'm like, no, I don't know him. <laughs> he's like, you literally see him just walk up to me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, like, let's just capture. Like, where are you going? Where are you going? And he's like, I work at the Hilton. Like, it's fine. And I was like, okay, but like, can I trust you? And he was like, yeah. What person's going to say no when you say, well, like, I trust you? <laughs> yeah but like he was like no no we're dropping at your hostel first like it's fine it will get it for cheaper we'll get it for cheaper and I was like all right then like it, like I said it's just about instinct though in that moment I didn't feel completely friends obviously I was like cautious and I stayed on my phone I didn't have um I think I had internet connection wi-fi at the airport though but obviously like when I was going to leave I didn't have any but I put in the Google Maps to the hostel anyway so the whole time I was like tracking the journey to see if I was going to the right place because it could have taken me anywhere like yeah. I don't know it was daylight though so it was fine but I was like I just need to check to be safe that we're going to the right place so the whole yeah. time I was just looking at Google Maps and yeah drop me off it's fine and then added me on Instagram he's like if you just want to know like anywhere to go and eat and stuff just let me know and I was like all right cool I love I that yeah, so yeah. Love, especially when they're locals, right? And you just, you get to experience a different way of life by just meeting these random people. So. Yeah. What yeah, are the... Yeah. Um, I think it goes back... Sorry. No, no, it's okay. What are you going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, I think it goes back to what Keshe was saying, is that you never really know what you're capable of until you're in a certain situation. So you never know what you're going to do unless you've been put in a situation in the first place. And I think travel does that to you because in London, like, like I said, you're never really going to be like, oh yeah, I'll just jump in a cab with a random stranger. No. You're like, yeah, I'll call it Uber or I'm going to go with my friends. But when you're like solo traveling, you don't know where you're going or what you're doing. You're like, I'll just, you. guess I'll just jump in and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it is better, you know, but like, I guess it's proof to the fact that there are so many people around the world that are just kind of kind and people love their own countries sometimes. Um, and they like showing you, they like telling you about the places they're from and, you know, they want to help you out. And that's quite nice that as a traveler, you know, sometimes that advice you get when you first go traveling is, oh, be careful, you know, yeah. and it's well, mm. like well informed, be careful, be, you know, be like, be aware of stuff, but also, these strangers and they, they might turn around and be the people that pointed you in the direction to like the best experience you're about to have or you know have you ever had like what what's Canada like in terms of people like did you get anyone showing you around when you moved there what are the people like people are nice here um much nicer than the UK I've had like some strange <laughs> <Hey>. experiences <laughs> like, not in you guys obviously I mean like <laughs> in terms of strangers damn yeah. guys like yeah. no need to take things personally <laughs> um yeah they're much they have a really big like like uh, there's a lot of homeless people here that's the only thing like in in vancouver mm. itself um that's the only thing that is like maybe a, a little bit scary especially when you're like walking around in like the, that kind of area because they have like a an area where there is a lot of homeless people and um, why and um, because well vancouver is the hottest part of canada in winter firstly um so that's like the reason like but i i'm not really sure why there is a lot i it's just maybe maybe guys want to look up google it because i have no idea not yeah. a clue um mm. 
someone told me once and i don't know if this is true so don't take my word for it but this is what someone told me that when they had their olympics here um all the they they paid almost all the homeless people to go to vancouver because it was like the furthest away they could be from i think the olympics were in like toronto or somewhere like in ontario I feel but, like I've heard that before as well, you know. Yeah, but like I don't know if that's true. I if just, it's like, just like an old wives' tale from yeah, like, it could be recent. <laughs> that's why there's a lot of homeless people, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the people in general are very nice. Um, I I mean I started doing like um, background work while I've been here, and everyone that I've met while I've been here has been so welcoming and nice, and like you become instant friends like even though I've only been doing it now for like three months um <clears throat> I'll go on to a set and I'll know at least like one or two people and they'll come up to me like hey Keshvi how are you doing blah, blah 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 I'm like how do you remember my name you've met me twice maybe <laughs> like and it's so nice so what's um talk to us more though what's um like background work what 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 are you talking about <laughs> what kind of work do you do I'm essentially just like I'm an extra in like TV and um, movies here um, so generally I'll get called on to like the same same shows um, mainly um, and they do a lot of like Hallmark so um, Netflix, Disney and um, one other big Warner Brothers film a lot of their stuff in Vancouver because it's a lot cheaper basically than um, filming in Hollywood <laughs> like it's a lot you've got the scenery filming. right yeah yeah they they've got like everything they've got a beach they've they've got beaches they've got mountains they've got city they've got do you know what I mean they they have a little bit of everything here so they don't need to travel far to be able to get the shots that they want um and so like here being an extra or like being in background is something that people can make like a full-time career out of because you can get work like five days a week if you tell your agent that's what you want like they will try and find you something for like every day of the week um at the moment it's a little bit different you can't actually work every day of the week because you have to do uh, you have to do covid tests quite often so mm. those take up like even though they only take up like maybe like half an hour of your day um you, you get i get paid so to do a covid test i get paid for like half the days of work um but that's because i have to travel quite far to get these because most of the studios are either in um burnaby or langley which are and i live in vancouver so that's like at least a 30 minute drive for me to get out there and drive back and with if i don't have my car or if i don't have a car um then it it'll take me like an hour or two hours just to get there and then mm. an hour two hours to get back so um that's just for like a, so fast as well this is yeah huge yeah it's and it doesn't have a big population so it, but it's really cool like it's such a good experience like it's definitely different to the experience that I had being in background when I was at home in the UK um in England and um, there's some aspects which are the same and there's some aspects which are different some of it is different because of COVID and some of it's different because of the country um but it is good fun like you meet a lot of people because generally you're not going to be the only like background person there though there's normally about 10 of you um and yeah you end up having a good time because you end up being on the same productions as people who look around the same age as you because generally they try to keep like for example like if you're doing like a school 
like seen you're not gonna have any people like looking older so everyone will be like which is so funny because like I'll do like something in a school I've been called for a couple of school things and I'll be like I you know I'm 27 right like I'm, I'm 20 I'm 27 like it's been like at least 10 years since I've been at school but like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. You look young enough. I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? I don't look young enough. Oh, it's better than saying you look really old. You're yeah. going to do the scene yeah. in like yeah. a, like, I don't know, a care, a care home. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, like, thank, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't um, I can't even dig myself out of that so yeah I don't know what you're trying to say there but thank you yeah um, well because gone are the days where like Artie and I get ID'd anymore so you should stop complaining you know oh, like okay. we didn't even get ID'd at dinner last night and it was like <laughs> well um well I am um, yeah I was <laughs> um well this is the other thing right they they can't really have actual school kids doing these scenes because the actors themselves are like 27. Well, yeah, like, the main, like the, like the cast like, is usually they, older. Yeah. Especially for stuff like, like teen dramas. None of them are teenagers. They're all in their 20s. So I guess they can't really have actual teenagers because then they look so old compared to them. It's true. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of that you look young or and kind of that I look the same age as the actors, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So that makes a lot of sense. I don't really think of it like that. Yeah. 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 Is so was that easy for you to get into then? Can just anybody apply for it? Is it or is it because you have uh like a background in background. in yeah background in being <laughs> extra already or like is that um, something that if no. people are moving to Canada that they can just apply for yeah anyone can do it um you just have to find a good agency um I'm with an agency called showbiz and I think they're really good um mm. I was actually really lucky when I again this is like another thing that's just happened to me um when I first came to Vancouver and I was like looking for somewhere to live. Um, I went to go look at this one house and this lady was showing me around. And she was just asking me general questions like what I wanted to do. And I was like saying, I was like, oh, well, um, I want to, um, I really want to like start doing like background work here. Cause I heard like Netflix films a lot of stuff here. Like there's a reason Vancouver's called like Hollywood North. Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah. It's a really good industry to be in. You'll be able to like get yourself jobs easily. Um, yeah and I was like oh yeah like I'm just like looking for an agency and she was like oh well um, I'm really really good friends with the head of showbiz agency so I can give him a call for you and he can sign you up straight away Crazy. and so like <laughs> that was it so like she gave me um, she she called him and said that she has someone that wants to sign up um, and then I just like sent him an email and I got literally got an interview I got signed up like within the week of um, meeting her yeah and then started getting jobs within two weeks so I was just like another like right place right time right people kind of situation amazing but it always it never it never fails to I guess make conversation with people right like it never exactly. it, you know it, it's, ne it's never going to be to your detriment to just talk a little bit about what you're doing and make that connection yeah. like and if you genuinely talk to someone and just getting to know them it's yeah. Fruitful. Love it. Well, the, 
thing is, like, she was actually genuinely being nice because I didn't even go with the house that she was showing me. I went when it lived somewhere else. So yeah. she didn't have to do that. She could have just been like, nah, you're not staying at my house. So why would I do that for you? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds <laughs> yeah. like a horrible thing, but some people would be like that. I know I've, I've met people like that, that have done stuff like that. Oh, you're not giving me anything. So why would I help you? But no, mm. she just genuinely was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll help you out. That's fine. Doesn't matter whether you live here or not. Like, at least you'll get something out of it. That's really so, nice. It's lovely. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what would you say to anybody who is thinking about moving to Canada or basically anybody who wants to move to anywhere else in the world and they've never moved before? What would you say to them? Um, I would say just do it. I feel like people spend so long thinking about things, researching things, like worrying about like, am I going to make friends there? Like, will it be okay? Will I be able to do, do you know what I mean like will I be able to find somewhere to live will I be able to find a job the only way for you to know is if you just do it just like take the leap even if it's just like putting your name into the pool for a Canadian visa like just take that first step so that you know you know you're one step closer to actually doing doing that one thing or even if it's like booking a hostel somewhere so that you know like okay I've booked it for this date. I have to sort it out before then. Like that's I that's always like the way that I would tell people do stuff. Like obviously think about where you want to go and like why you want to go there. But like once you've decided where you want to go, just book it. Like there's nothing stopping you. Um everyone well, apart can from now. Apart from well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like right at this very moment with corona, like obviously you've got that stopping you. I just mean like in general, like like if it's just like a normal everyday day to day, which is it's not going to be for a while. Um, but even now with Corona, like there's nothing stopping you from booking something for like next year sometime. Yeah, you know, true. The worst, the worst that's going to happen is that we'll go back into lockdown and then they'll have to refund you the money for your flight anyway. Do you know what I mean? yeah. You're not, you're not going to lose anything by just like booking a flight or applying for the visa because at the moment so at the moment Canada themselves I don't know if they've started up again but they I know they did pause anyone getting their like point of entry letter which is the letter that you need to get into the country they didn't send any out until they started like um opening up the borders again um but like there's still nothing stopping you from just applying for the visa at yeah, all it's just yeah. just fear basically that holds a lot of people back and as my dad always says Worst case scenario, you just come home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're all very lucky. All three of us are very lucky that we have that option. Like if we, if something doesn't work out, we can just go to our parents' house or we can just go stay with like our brothers or sisters. Like we have that option. Um, so like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that are holding people back. And especially people are like, the thing that always makes me laugh is people are like, oh, but I'm at this age now. Like, I'm too old to travel. No. Incorrect. Don't ever say that to me. <laughs> You're no wrong. Ever, <laughs> You're wrong. No one's ever too old to travel. Your, your career will still be there. I promise you, you are not too old to travel. <laughs> never too old to travel and like you know if you if you look young enough to be a school school kid in a in an extra (laughs) then people are still young enough to travel exactly 
exactly. Exactly. No, I think I was really good advice. Yeah, you can get away with booking a flight. Yeah, no, that was really, really good advice. Right, Keshvi, we're going to get to the fun round. Okay. Um, fire fun round. round? Fire round. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That's fun too. You ready? Yep. Danielle, do you want to count her down from five? I'm nervous now. This is me. I don't know why. You saying that has made me really nervous. My heart started beating really fast. It's fine. It's just five questions. Just say what comes to you first. And we're going to go in five, four, three, two, one. Go. Favourite road trip you've ever been on? Jasper Banff. Oh, close second Uluru, though. That was a really good one, too. Beach or rainforest? Beach. GoPro or phone camera? Um, oh, it really depends on the situation. And uh, filming uh, in water is definitely GoPro. Okay. <laughs> Favourite Canadian city? Vancouver. Backpack or suitcase? Backpack. Good. Well, you know, it was so no, she got, she got, she got an extra. Um, what was it? An extra kind of road trip in there. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I got it because because even though I loved both road trips, they're kind of like. I love them both equally for equally for different reasons. So mm, yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't really decide. But uh, yeah, Jasper and Banff you see a lot more. Uluru is kind of mostly desert and sand and. and I guess snake. they're completely different climates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's okay. We'll let you off. We normally do it anyway. But um, <laughs> what's your travel hack for us then? Do you have one? um oh travel hacks okay um a really good thing that like that I would say like people should always keep with them um is a sturdy lock but not a lock don't take Mm. the lock with the keys take the lock with the like combinations because I have lost many many keys for my locks and had to cut them open (laughs) so always take a nice sturdy lock with a combination on it rather than a key that's definitely like anybody who's traveling you need to have one of those that's a really smart hack actually the point about the keys and i constantly lose keys well there was one time okay so let me tell you this story before we finish so there was one time (laughs) in guatemala (laughs) and this is like a prime example as to why you shouldn't take keys like lock with keys on uh we were we went into this like is um this cave which you have to like hold a candle to go through um and so i had my candle in one hand and my gopro and the key and i'd locked all of us all of our stuff there was like six of us and a lot i was the only one with a lock so i'd locked all of our stuff up and i had the key um attached to my gopro so i was like hey had the candle in one hand had the gopro in the other we had to at one point go down this like shoot thing where you like basically put your, like the guy holds your candle you put your arms up and you go down this slide uh-huh. the slide is very narrow so when this when this happened I went down the slide and my GoPro strap got caught in the um in like an edge basically um so but the GoPro was okay so like the GoPro and the camera got stuck on this like little ledge thing and I went down and I heard just as and I was like was that and then the guys were like oh it wasn't your gopro your gopro's here your gopro's here i was like cool 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 so like got down got my candle back got my gopro they gave me my gopro back 
carried on walking. And then I thought, where are the keys gone to the lock? And I was like, I was like, no, they'll be there. They'll be there. Like, there's no way I would have lost them. They'll be there. They'll be on the strap of the GoPro. Got out, realized that the strap of the GoPro had like broken where the keys were and the plop that I'd heard that like, oh my God, I can't make this now, was the keys going into the water somewhere oh, in the no. cave. So I was like, came out and the guy's like, oh, where are the keys? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they are. And then the guys were like, okay, well, you're, you're not going to be able to get your stuff back because we can't open that lock. And I was like, okay, can you not just get like some sort of cutter or like something like that? We had to wait like 45 minutes for these guys to go and find us like one of those like things to cut locks just so that we can um, we can get all of our stuff back. And then I didn't have a lock after that. But yeah, so everyone was really pissed off at me because they wanted because they were hungry and wanted to eat something. And I was like stopping us all. <laughs> That's hilarious. But that means like you've got like absolutely, like, you know, your travel hack is coming from a place of like real experience, a real struggle. That is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not messing about, you know, when I tell people these things, like there's a reason if I'm telling you something that's obviously there's a reason I've probably done something to mean that I should tell you that. Yeah, no, I, I think that. it's a really good one because you. you even need a padlock to like in some hostels just to lock your yeah. stuff up as well. So exactly. yeah, I think that's really important because I always, Sometimes I forget to bring one. I was just like, why did I do that? I never lock my stuff in hostels. I'm like the most trusting, weirdest person in the world. Literally never, <laughs> ever. I've never locked my stuff. Unless someone um, else made me, like Danielle, for example. <laughs> or like you, Kestri, if we're in a hostel together. Which I feel like in hostels, like there's some hostels which you feel really comfortable that you don't have to. And there's hostels that you like kind of look at and you're like, hmm. Should yeah. probably look at my stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess that, that that makes a difference. Also, sorry about the fireworks. It's bonfire no, night tonight, guys. Bonfire yeah, night. Really pretty. I can see them. They look very pretty, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, bon, bonfire night. So we're celebrating because we're all wearing orange as well. Not exactly. Right, we don't, we don't, they don't do bonfire night here, so. Oh, you should yeah. really come back then, shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the reason I should come back. <laughs> Heshri, it was really, really nice having you. And um, if someone wants to go watch your YouTube, like I do twice a week and kind of binge watch the videos, um, where, where do they need to go? What, what do they need to follow? Plus your Instagram, because you're just, your photos, so, your photos are amazing. Um, Instagram, TikTok, I am at love from Keshvi. Go find me. Um, I literally have the same handle on everything because you know I like to make people's life easy like that. Um, yeah, at Love from Keshvi. If you want to find me on YouTube, I am you at youtube.com forward slash Love from Keshvi as well. Um, I will be the first one, even if you just type my name K E S V I. I am the first person that comes up because you know <laughs> unique name. name there. Is <laughs> anyone of you? Yeah, I do mainly travel content and currently on my YouTube, I've started talking about like being an extra in like TV and film. So if that's something you guys are interested, go check me out. Yeah. Incredible. Thank you so much for making the time for us because obviously it's early for you, it's evening for us and then it's, it's been really nice to see your face as well. Honestly, I've been waiting to talk to you guys for like since you 
told me that you were starting a podcast. I was like, when am I going to be on this podcast? All I want to do is be on this podcast. Can I be on this podcast? It was been, it's actually in one of my goals for 2020 was Renati <gasps> and Danielle's podcast. That was my, that was Yay! one of my goals. Yeah. Happy so, to meet those girls, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's Amazing. been really great talking to you. It's so guys, if, amazing so guys thanks for listening and you know share like talk about us share like follow us on instagram subscribe online um if you want to leave reviews on like we're on nearly every platform nearly mm-hmm. travel chats podcast i'm going to say nearly because we're not on youtube catch me you can sort us out, um, yeah, <laughs> help you out. but other than that yeah thanks for joining us everyone